So consumers now um, look to your business and they want to do business with people they trust, right? That's so important to them now. Because think about it, everybody was cocooning in and so they, they're kind of like, I want to do business with people that share the same values as I do and can I trust you? Integrity is paramount. Um, consumer spending, we already said, Consumers are very careful with their dollars, right? So they want to make sure the value they're going to get out of that. Um, and then the last thing, you know, there's a lot of different things, but the last thing is appreciation for their new life. Let me explain that for a second. So as we all, you know, there's always a silver lining from any experience. So let's look at the good side of COVID for a second. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> so the good side is maybe we um, kind of became reacquainted with our family. Oh, hey, I know you, you're my spouse, you're not so bad, <laughs> right? Or your children or whatnot and, and had newfound relationships or your, you know, or your friends uh, via Zoom or, or whatnot. And so because of that, people started cocooning in their homes, home improvement was huge during COVID. Because right, you're like me, I was sitting there working from home and I was like, Oh, I hate the color of the paint. Or right, or I never noticed that there's a crack in my ceiling, right? Because we were never home before. But now that's paramount. Well, what happens is now that we're back out, you know, or online, now these things are still with us, right? And in the in the core soul of who we are, right? So relationships again um, are are absolutely mission critical. Okay, so. These are some of the old truths of marketing that maybe some of you have heard and some haven't, and then the new truths, okay? So we're gonna kind of go through these. So number one, marketing begins with knowing your customer. That was the old truth, right? The new truth is marketing begins with knowing your customer segment, right? That's different, right? Because in your business, you have different segments of customers, right? You don't just have one type of customer. Right, so depending on I, there's a, you know a multitude of businesses here with us today and on Zoom, depending on who that is, you may have a young demographic, you may have a more mature demographic, you may appeal to men and women, you may appeal to people of different income brackets, maybe even different geographies. So they're not all alike, nor should they be treated all alike. All right, and then again, when we're looking at the things that have changed affordability is first health health is paramount whatever depending you know you know regardless of what business you're in obviously health is paramount right so health and safety and wellness and wellness <laughs> i'm looking at cbd could be how how you live your life and you know um, are you happy and healthy and fit and you know feeling good right um, so that there's a lot of things that can go into that planet first those that care about the world we live in because we all had this rude awakening and shock that the world can change in a moment nobody has to give me a heads up on that yeah. right <laughs> yeah um, society first this is really big you guys so now um, consumers are looking for businesses that have a value to society right so not only in the old, not the old model, but like, hey, here's my product. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my product out in the world, and you're gonna want to buy it because we're the bestest, <laughs> right? Well, now they're like, okay, so tell me why I need your product, 
What is the utility? That's a word. What purpose does this serve? What need does it meet in my life? Right? How is it going to improve my life? And what are you doing for our community? That's the new one too, right? So it's like it's not that I mean you can make a profit and nobody will, I mean everybody understands in business, right? No one's gonna take that away from you, right? Because they want you in business, right? But what else are you doing to serve the community and our needs? And so that's kind of the new element. The old truth is you're competing with your competitors. Does anybody here think that that's kind of like the number one goal is to keep your eye on your competitors? It's important. I'm not going to say it's not. You should always know who your competitors are. But what's interesting now is the new truth is you are competing with the last best experience your consumer had. Okay. So here's the here's the here's the um, the change in that the, the paradigm shift. So before it was like, okay, so let's say we all are in the same business on Zoom and in the room, and you're competing against each other. But now if you have a customer, they, and obviously you want business retention, right? But now what's their last experience they have? And so then they come back to you and increase that experience, right? So that's really who you're um, uh, competing against. Okay, this is, I promise you the four Ps and the six Cs. So the old truth, consumers hope that you have what they want, right? So the old truth, and I'm gonna get into a little, little bit of academia, but bear with me. <laughs> so it used to be called product-centric marketing, right? So you have a product and you talk about the benefits of your product and you put that out into the world and then you hope people buy it, right? Now it's consumer-centric marketing. So instead of talking about the, the benefits of your product, and it's not saying you can't, but it's talking about how you're meeting consumer needs. I'm a consumer, I have a need, I have a problem, how can you help me solve it? That's, that's the new shift. I'll give you one example. Think about Apple, right? Um, think about Apple products and the commercials you've seen. Do you see Apple really talking about how fast their, their computers are, or their, you know, the, the specifics of, you know, the, the, um, the iPad or, you know, the Apple iPhone or any of that? No. What are they talking about? Relationships. Relationships. What else? Perfect. What else? What else is Apple talking about in their commercials? Anyone? The wonderfulness of life that you're going to experience when you're using their products. Thank you. It'll be all about you. Absolutely. So they're not talking about their product. This is the paradigm shift. They're talking about how your life and your, your utility will change as a result of interacting with their product. So that's, that's key. Um, so the new truth is that there's a shift from price, product, <laughs> place, and promotion. So the iPhone costs, what is it now, $1,100 or something crazy, <laughs> yeah. right? right? Yeah. And you go down the street and you get it at you know, Bob's iPhone store, <laughs> right? <laughs> and here's my promotion. You come in and you, whatever, you get a, a free case, right, for the phone. That's, that's kind of the old way of doing it. The new way of doing it are the four, six Cs. So content, right? So telling rich content, which could be video content. It could be blog content, it could be social content about how people use your product to improve their lives, 
right? So that's content. Uh, commerce, right? So how are you going to do business? So, um, you know, we all learned when COVID hit, we can now do open the doors digitally, right? And have a digital world, right? So how are you going to be able to do business and make it easy for people to do business with you? Um, community, right? So that is focusing on your community of users, of customers, your own community, like here in Mesa, right? The, the greater Phoenix Valley, depending on how broad your geographic scope is, right? Convenience, here's the next one. So um, who here during the pandemic um, uh, either enjoyed the carryout food from restaurants, <laughs> if you're a restaurant, right? Or perhaps shopping, you know, like maybe PetSmart and you, you know, pick up your pet food and you just pull up to the curb and they come out with the bag and put it here. They even open, push your trunk thing and it opens. They put the bag, you wave, and you, <laughs> right? Is that not a benefit? I'm sorry, right? So now you think now that, that the pandemic's over, that's not, I don't know if it's ever over, but you know, we're on the other side, we'll say, right? Is that fair? Do you think customers are not gonna wanna do that anymore? It's like, where's, Where's the where's the person that puts it in my trunk? <laughs> you know, where, uh, like I want to order it, like right. So that's what I'm saying. So those types of things, consumers got used to convenience, right? Uh, the next one is consistency. So putting your brand out there in a consistent manner with who you are, you look consistent, right? Because what if you saw Nike and the swoosh? was like an upside down swish, or let's say the swish was like a, a wavy thing, yeah, right? That said, you know, buy Nike, whatever, you'd be like, right? You'd be suspicious of that brand. It's not Nike, right? It's an imposter. So it's very important that your brand has a consistent image, a consistent message of who you stand for, and to constantly be in front of your consumer, because we're gonna be talking about the consumer journey, right? It isn't about marketing campaigns, right? I'll buy this print ad, I'll buy this coupon mailer, I'll buy this, whatever rep calls me, I'll try it, right? <clears throat> no offense, <laughs> or Dave, no. But it's about being consistent and having awareness about who you are so that when your consumer is ready, they have that utility in their life, they have that need, you'll be top of mind. That's what that's about. And then the last one is customization. So consumers now, are used to having personal relationships. So instead of talking to the masses, they want to know how are you helping me and what products are special for me, right? So depending on your website, you can, you know, you've seen websites where it says, are you a, are you a, you ever seen that? Like your decision tree? So that they're not just one size fits all and we know that, right? Okay, <clears throat> I love this one, all truth. Courting customers is like dating, <laughs> right? The new truth is courting customers is like online dating. So the difference is <laughs> that obviously, as you know, we all were kind of moving to a digital environment, your digital appearance is also the first impression. So a lot of times businesses will go to your website first, they'll go to your social platforms first, and this is how they create right? The image of your brand, right? Are you professional? Do you look high quality? Do you, is it clear what you are offering? Is it clear how you're meeting my need? And how do I get in touch with you? Ever been on a website 
and you're like, what do these people do? Yes. You ever done that? And you're like searching. Yes. Like, right? So don't make people hunt because they won't. <laughs> right? Nobody has time for that. So put it right up front. This is what we do. These are the products we offer. How about another one? Ever been on a website? You're trying to figure out how to contact somebody. <laughs> right? Could we make it any more difficult to get in touch with us with your business? Right? Okay. So make sure that's easy. Okay. Um, the old truth is customers must sit at the heart of your marketing strategy. New truth is customers must sit at the heart of the consumer journey. Okay. So let me show you the difference in this. This is a beautiful graphic, but I love this one. This is the one I like. All right. I'll walk you through it quickly. So remember when I was saying that it's important and paramount to be always in front of the consumer. And you might think, well, I don't, I don't have a huge ad budget to always buy media to be in front of them. You don't need to, right? So there's different things that you can do, and I, I call it channels. And channels, when I say channels, refers to TV, video, right? Um, uh, social media, events, radio, right? Those are called channels. So what you want to do is you want to, first of all, realize your, your consumer is number one unaware. They don't know you exist in the ether, <laughs> right? So you have to make sure, we always joke about, it's, it's, it's to nobody's benefit to have your business be the best well-kept secret, <laughs> right? It's to nobody's benefit. It's not to yours as a business owner, and it's certainly not to your customer who needs what you have, right? So you have to make sure that you have constant awareness so unaware, aware, then consideration, right? So now I'm considering your product, I'm thinking about it, right? And now I'm gonna evaluate it. So when they go to evaluate you and do a research on you, whether it's the website, whether it's social media, whether it's testimonials, video content, right? You wanna make sure you give them enough information so that they can make a decision to use your product. Consumers are more savvy now than ever. They do research because they have it at their fingertips on your phone, right? You go, it's right there, right? So, so give them that information to make that decision. Then they make the decision. The next thing is what's the customer experience of when you onboard them, right? What is that like? So once the sale happens, right, then it's not over. That's just the beginning, right? And then they, you know, they kind of adopt to your product. Then they have number three is value realization. That is a key point. They realize the value they get right out of your product or your service. That's where you also want to capture the essence. That's when it's good to like do a video <laughs> to capture that or understand and really do storytelling about how that individual has changed as a result of intersecting with your product. Then you have product loyalty. They love you, right? You want brand ambassadors who love you because if they love you, They'll tell people, right? So let me ask you this. If you have um, people that love you, people that hate you, and I don't mean you personally, right? Your business, or people that are neutral. Is there any value on people that are neutral? What do you guys think? They're just neutral. Meh. I did business with them. Meh. No. Why is that? Because you're not going to advocate for you. Yeah, they don't, you know, you went to a restaurant, you know, you, you had had a dinner and it was meh. Do you think you're going to go back there again? Why not? Do you think you're going to tell your friend like, Jen, 
I went to this great place. Am I going to tell her? No, I won't even mention it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's the two times that people talk about you? When they love you or they hate you? <laughs> now, haters, right? There is value in haters. <laughs> so if you have any of those that are, you know, and I, I use that word being humorous, the haters, but, you know, or have complaints, make sure you address those. And if they are on your social media, address that immediately and take them offline. Right? So immediately, don't let that go because it just snowballs. <laughs> so if there is a social media post that about your business, make sure you address it. Like, I'm so sorry you had this experience. You know, it, customer service is paramount to us. You know, let, let's talk, you know, here, you know, let's get into contact with one another. Okay, so that's that. Because you can also learn from them. Maybe you have to blind spot your business you didn't see. And then the ones that love you are your brand ambassadors and your advocates. Right? So they're also how you'll get free marketing, right? That'll be continually out there that is not going to break your budget. Okay. Uh, the next one we talked about. So the old truths are relationships matter. The new truth is relationships are everything. Okay. So <clears throat> um, people are looking to do business with people they have a relationship with, they trust, they have integrity. They understand what your values are as a company. What do you care about? What do you stand for? And do I agree with that? Right? Do I align with those values? Then we can do business together. It's like, it's kind of like dating. They're not into like superficial relationships, right? They want to kind of get deep and to have a, a long-standing relationship with you. Okay. Um, and then these, um, um, the old truth is agility. You know, the ability to move fast is a technology process. Agility is a modern marketing approach. So in this, basically for this, for this um, meeting, what this means is make sure you are constantly to the best of your ability. I understand sometimes you're sole proprietor. <laughs> There's only so many hours in the day. You have families. I get it. Trust me, I'm still trying to figure out how to balance everything, right? Some days I win, some days I don't. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. But um, if you can constantly keep your brand updated, whether it's on the website, refresh it, add new things, social media, right? Talk about, get discussions going in LinkedIn, in Facebook, Instagram, so important because you don't wanna look stale and you wanna always look like a source of new information, right? So even like high school students, you can have them as interns, right? So it doesn't have to be like hiring this big agency, right? You can have a lot of high school and college students who would love to help you with this, okay? And then the old truth is your brand should stand behind great products. Remember I was talking about that product-centric, consumer-centric? Now the new truth is your brand should stand behind great values. It's assumed that your product will be awesome. Now, isn't that strange? Right? So before it used to be, you know, we are the top whatever in the industry. We have the best whatever in the industry. Right? Now it's assumed, well, of course you would be the best, right? Because you're in business, I would assume. You've ever heard of like quality, you know, a quality education or you know, quality maid service as opposed to <laughs> one that doesn't clean my house? Right? These are called table stakes. Right? So now it's values. So I'm assuming if you're, 
if let's say you're a home cleaning business, right? That you're gonna clean my home, but what are your values? I'm eco-friendly. I use, you know, um, products that are green, right? It won't hurt your animals, whatever. I'm gonna hire you, right? See the difference? Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> and two last ones. Old truth is um, you need the right tech stack to drive modern marketing success. New truth is you need the right balance of factors. What do we mean by tech stack? Um, that could be your CRM, your customer relationship management platform, Salesforce, how you take in inquiries. Could be like Google, you know, Google Analytics. If you ever, if you want to talk about that, it's very easy to set up and free for your business, by the way. So you can see who's coming to your website, how long they're staying, if they're abandoning, right? Where they're abandoning. <laughs> like nobody cares about this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll put more content, content over here, right? Um, and then the last one, I love this one. <laughs> um, marketing is important for growth. The new one is marketing is at the center of the agenda and the C-suite. So what does that mean to you guys? It used to be marketing was an elective, right? If I have extra budget, I'll spend on marketing, right? We're losing revenue, marketing is the first to go. So if you think about that, like we all think about that for the second. So I'm losing money. So I'm not going to tell anybody about my business, <laughs> right? It's like an oxymoron. It's like, what? Okay. So marketing now is seen as integral. It is the core center of your business. So how are you going to market your product to whom, who cares? You know, that saying who cares about what I do, what value do I serve, right? How, what channels am I gonna to pick to, to go out there? What do I stand for? And sharing the values that you agree with, right? And then we're going to do business. So it's no longer an option, right? It's not the center of the business. I didn't say that because I'm in the profession. <laughs> it's not just job security, right? Okay, so this is kind of a reprise. I won't go through all of these, but just as a summary, and I think Bob, this will be shared out with the chamber. Okay. So this is just kind of everything we just talked about are the new shifts um, for 2021 and beyond, right? And the one thing I'm just gonna point out is purpose-driven brands. So purpose-driven brands are the brands that not only stand for values, as we talked about, but what purpose do you serve in my life and in making my community, whether it's Mesa, the Valley, or wherever your geographic scope is, what difference do you make in society, right? How do you improve things? So when you look at, the next one is looking at your brand model. I love this one. <laughs> um, so as we were saying that relationship marketing, having an ongoing relationship with your customer is so important. Not only talking to them at the point of sale, but following up with them, right? on the product, the experience, how can I help you? We always call it upselling, right? Between all of us in the room, you know? Um, my <laughs> good friend of mine owns a Dairy Queen franchise, and he used to always say, you know, anybody get the little, um, what do you call those with the Dairy Queen mixers in them? And he would always say, upsell the small. So we always joke, like, it's time to upsell the smalls, right? But it really means if, let's say Jen is a customer of mine, and I'm a health food product company, and she buys a protein powder for me, I really care about Jen, 
and I do because she's my friend, but <laughs> as a consumer. So I'll say, hey, John, how's that protein powder going? You know, and she's like, yeah, but you know, I just am a little low on energy. You know, I don't know, maybe I haven't worked in too hard. Maybe Jen has a family, right? Well, here I have something for your energy. It's green tea, it's blah, 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 right? So I'm upselling her, but it's because I care about her and because I know enough about her to make appropriate, relevant recommendations, okay? Um, so your brand has, has three layers of the pyramid. Number one is functional benefits. That's what I was talking about. You know, protein, how many grams, it's very functional, right? Then you have the emotional benefits. How will this product make me feel? That's the health and wellness, right? Or that's the utility or the safety, right, of going into a senior center and knowing my loved one will be well cared for. And then the last, the top one, is the one that a lot of businesses overlook. And that's your self-expressive benefits. That's what does this product do to basically stand for who I am in this world. The easiest way I can say it, right? Um, and it's kind of probably not the best example, but for some reason, the cars we drive are a supposed reflection of who we are, right? So when I, my, my, my children are grown now, but when they were small, I rode in a minivan. I was very proud of my minivan. It had the kid ejection button, <laughs> right? You open the door, all the soccer kids can fall out. It's wonderful. Bye-bye. Push the button, right? It's wonderful. But somehow there's the stereotype about the minivan mom, right? I wore the badge proudly, right? Everybody's like, why don't you get an SUV? It's so much cooler, right? So that's the easiest way is think about your brand and what it would associate with that individual to engage with your brand. I'll give you one more example. So universities, right? So where did you go to school? I went to Harvard, right? <laughs> Why do they say that? Because the brand is associated with high quality, super smart people, right? Who are successful, as an example. So make sure, think about, go home tonight and think about what do I want my brand to stand for that'll make someone proud and to be part of their legacy. Okay, that's a homework assignment. <laughs> Your people at home, Jen, are organizing a blizzard run right now. Yeah, a blizzard. Yeah, that's a blizzard. it. <laughs> that's it, a blizzard run. Okay. So um, real quick on brand equity. So um, what does everybody call that right there? Clean X. Very good, Dave. Okay. How about that? Is that what they're really called, by the way? No. What are they really called? Tissue. Yep. And then the Band-Aid is adhesive bandage or something, right? But immediately, you guys said the consumer brands. Why is that? Because they're known and they've taken that industry to be their own brand, right? So in generating a brand, now, you know, obviously that's the extreme, right? Um, but in generating a brand, the, success, the steps um, are, number one, it creates brand awareness. You want to have brand equity, right? So what does your brand stand for in your industry? Stand out, right, as we say. But you have to be known for something. Um, build on loyalty, trust, credibility is paramount, right? Um, make sure that you're top of mind awareness by continually being out there, right? Don't take off the gas. Again, you don't spend a million dollars. So whether it's TV, video, 
uh, social media, events, make sure you're always out there in some fashion, right? Social media is free, <laughs> right, as an example, and your website. Um, so decide what kind of lifestyle you want to set. Here's another homework assignment. <laughs> decide what lifestyle you want to sell. Number two, weave the lifestyle in your brand story. Storytelling is so important, right? So your brand serves a purpose, a utility in their lives. So what is your brand story? And what do you hope for your consumers to get out of interacting with your brand, right? Be personal. So gone are the days where it's this company and it's this, you know, arm's length, right? They want to have a personal relationship and talk to you like, let's get real, right? None of the smoke and mirror stuff. Let's get real. How are you going to help me to buy my home? Right? So that's, I mean, that's what they want to know. Use content to create experiences, right? Like video content where they can see, they can see real people and engage and build your community. So we touched upon this earlier. This is the value of cause marketing, right? So aligning yourself with the philanthropy or causing your community, you know, and just a couple of, you know, I'll just give you the one stat below. 90% of consumers are likely to switch a brand to one that's related with a cause. So it's something to think about, you know, and again, you don't have to align with every baseball team that hits you up to sponsor them, right? Because we know you get probably get a lot of it. But think of your brand, what you stand for your values, and then what charity, philanthropy, organization aligns and makes sense, and then get behind that. And then tell people that you get behind that, right? Um, consistency, as we said, is critical. Obviously, these are major brands. Look at Learner and Roll. How many people have heard that Learner and Roll is the way to go, right? Like this? 977. What is it? They're a client of ours, yeah. by the way, Jen's client, right? They're my number one client. <laughs> go figure. Yeah. Now, how do you know that? <laughs> how about Rafi? Anybody heard of Rafi Lau? Yes. Okay. True story. I just learned he started by advertising on AZTV. True story. True story. I'm not even making that up. And he's everywhere now. Yeah. In the big Disney, in the basement of his parents' home or business. That's how he started, in yeah. the basement of his parents' home. Yeah, yeah, getting the word out. And now you see Rafi everywhere, right? Okay, so that's the importance of consistency. There is something called the three-hit theory, right? So this talks about how many times someone needs to be um, um, introduced to your brand before they even remember it, right? So <clears throat> it takes one time to make consumers aware of your brand. Remember that, unaware? a second to show them the relevance of your product, and a third to remind them of the benefits. So at least three. In 2021, however, now they're saying it takes 6.3 times. So that means it's between six and seven, right? Before you will become memorable and what, you, what you're about. Like, I kind of remember this company, right? But I don't really know what they're about or Totally, when I need senior living, I'm going to you. <laughs> right? That's the difference. Bless you. All right. And then, bless you. <laughs> so, the next one, real quickly, is um, the transformation of consumer engagement. So, 90% of all consumers' engagement right now is visual. Crazy, huh? 
smartphone, laptop, tablet, TV, 90%. And then the rest, 10% um, are all other um, interactions media that are non-screen based, radio, newspaper, magazine, although one can argue that those are also digital, right? digitized, right? So on an average, people spend 9.6 hours in front of screens every day. Yeah. So the visual shift then, and this obviously we're a TV station, and this is not about TV, right? But just to show you, right, how it proliferates. So we used to just have broadcast TV. I remember the day I'm aging myself, but with the antennas, the rabbit ears, you know, stand over there, hold it to get a signal, maybe put tin foil on it, right? Days we had to get up to turn the channel and it clicks, you know, kind of thing, right? So they had that now, of course, we had cable. Then the next phase, you know, video on demand. This is today, okay? And the reason we show this is this is how people consume content today. So it's TV, it's cable, it's video on demand, it's multimedia devices, right? Your cell, cell phones, of course, mobile, internet, and now smart TVs. <laughs> right? So you have to make sure that your content is in a way that will align with those channels. So 86% um, is um, predicted to be all video content on the internet in 2021. 86% of content. And this kind of just shows you the evolution. So in 2016, when kind of video was like, oh, there's video. <laughs> that was 61%. And then it just keeps growing. So this is a you know, quick stat, and I won't go over all of this, because you get the point, I think. But you know, for example, um, you know, um, video can increase web traffic by 200%. So just by having videos on your website, and just by having some videos, every post does not have to be a video. But when we have video, um, so for example, 64% of consumers make a purchase after watching a branded video on social media. That's huge, right? 90%, um, oh wait, wait, let me back up. I'm just gonna give away the punchline. What is the largest search engine nowadays? No, I mean it is, but when people, when what people, <laughs> but yes, YouTube. I know I'm like, I'm like trying to hide it. Yeah, it's YouTube. So 90% of people discover new brands by YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, they're not find you. <laughs> so it's 90% of the people who are not going to see you, right? So we have to get some videos on YouTube. Social media generates 1,200% more shares than text and images combined, okay? So put videos in your social. <laughs> um, and then um, the last one is um, videos up to two minutes long get more engagement. And then the last thing is, um, and you've probably heard this stat before, but people remember 20% of what they hear, 30% of what they see, and 70% of what um, they see and hear on video. That's what they remember. So <clears throat> the last few slides, we're almost done. We're okay on time, we're almost done. Okay, good. So don't let this, don't let this, uh, <laughs> This is an integrated <coughs> marketing campaign. So this is your homework. Everybody <laughs> go home and fill this out. Uh, I'll grade them tomorrow. Uh, so this is called the integrated marketing plan. 
So you have your consumer and understanding who your customer is, their preferences, their values, right? Their habits, right? You've learned that convenience. Everybody has learned that people like convenience now. Um, cost, right? So everybody understands that everybody is kind of cost sensitive. Doesn't mean you're not worth every penny. You just have to prove it to them, the value and utility of it. And then communication. So this is your, your um, marketing and communication plan. Okay, that's so scary, right? <laughs> this image, I love, love, love. So this is the power of integrated marketing. And I'm a huge fan of integrated marketing. So integrated marketing is utilizing the various channels that you need to to reach your consumer. So it's not just about a brochure. <laughs> it's not just about you know buying a you know um, an ad in whatever magazine or town you know publication. That's and I'm no no disrespect to anyone who is in that business. That is definitely a value. But it's about being everywhere that your consumer will be at the time when they're ready to make a purchasing decision. So let me ask you this. Do you know, for example, when your customer is ready to make their purchasing decision? No. Exactly. You don't know. Like when, so, you know, people, have, unless you have like Alexa, you know, they can hear people talk in their house. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But am I going to buy a new house, right? You don't know that. But when they're ready to, you want them to think of you, don't you? They come to you. They have to get along. So this is utilizing um, social media, utilizing video, utilizing you know all of the, the all of the available assets, email marketing, right to market your business. It's an integrated campaign. It's not I always say the it's not the spray and pray. <laughs> it's not the land grab I call it where it's just <laughs> it's not the rep that calls you like okay I'll take on an ad okay. It's a, it's a plan of how you're going to reach your consumers, okay? And then... Oh, you're out of room. <laughs> Is it what? You're out of room. I don't know. <coughs> Try going uh, back and forward. I don't know. That's all of a sudden it's stuck. Oh, <laughs> Hang on. You can play with the one on the TV. Okay. And the one... <laughs> sorry. There's... You have to see the one. It's the last best one ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. There it goes. Keep going. <laughs> okay. All right. So the last, yeah, that's the best one ever. <laughs> so, so real quick, and we'll be done in two minutes. Thank you for your patience. So I did promise because I've had um, um, different change because I'm doing doing the chamber circuit. Um, I'm going to get t-shirts with all the chambers and the dates, you know, like a rock concert. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Base the chambers the best, though. You know, of course. Of course. Um, but I have been asked to just like, well, how do we measure performance, right? So I'm just going to give you two seconds of information. If you want more, please call me, right? But you can understand in a holistic view your path to purchase on the consumer journey. You can understand it's called attribution, which is a sorry, a fancy word for how do you know which media worked? That's what that means, right? Um, campaign ROI, return on investment. Did you get brand lift, right? Meaning people are aware of you, right? You're hearing like the buzz about you. Um, people in social media, this is your best. When your fans promote you, you don't need to. That's user-generated content. So when your fans like, oh, I went to this and it was the best ever, and they tag you. Make sure you thank them, by the way. 
thank you so much come back and see us you know right and then um of course sales i mean we know that if sales go up and then audience reach who did i hit that i hit the right people right um so hopefully that um, gives you you know a good overview and that's our contact information there's jen right there um, who is um, your account executive so jen is going to um, um, tell a little bit about some of the chamber opportunities you guys have as being a chamber member um, so Jen, do you want to just come up and do that? And then we'll just open it up for any questions. Is that fine, Beth? Okay. I just want to yeah. say, that was awesome. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. I, I got a lot out of that and being a consumer and a mom, I, I loved it. And now I know why I can't see it all because I've been in front of a computer for nine to 10 hours a day. <laughs> so I understand that, but um, it, it's hard to follow that. But um, I just want to say that was excellent. And, um, you know, as we all know, you know, relationships with Stephanie said is, you know, see the people tell the story. And I think you guys can all, I mean, nothing, oh, Jen, you guys stand back. Oh, so, so people at home you. can see Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. So, so, that, so nothing has yeah. changed there, right? And I think that's a really great point. I like how you guys specifically, because Mesa Chamber is my chamber, but I like how a lot of you guys have taglines. And I think that's yes. important. And continue to um, get out and, and say, you know, a tagline, you know, exactly what you're trying to do. And I think it's really, really important. So, you know, Stephanie and I are from AZTV and NAZTV. I don't know if you guys know, but we're the, the two last privately um, owned stations in the Southwest. Okay. That being said, for you guys specifically, we can do a lot for you guys. We can do it, and, and, and I will tell you, I used to work at NBC, I probably shouldn't say that, but we are the most affordable in the market. And what we can do for you is like very paramount. As Stephanie said, um, frequency, we can provide that for you guys. We can, um, we have an awesome production team in-house. We can create um, commercials for you. I brought some packages um, for both stations that we can build it in. What are the difference in the stations? AZTV.com, Home of Family Feud, Rachel Ray, um, The Doctors, um, Goldberg's um, Seinfeld um, Late Night. Um, we have a really a lot of great opportunity, but everyone you know watches Family Feud. Um, we have found, um, and I'll talk about the other station too, people come to our stations for a little bit of, of retrieve and just from the pandemic and the stress of what's going on. Obviously, Steve Harvey is entertaining. People come <laughs> to us, they want to they watch, they want to follow. Um, we also represent NAZ TV, which is me TV, right? So the oldies, um, Love Boat, which is one of my personal favorites, uh, MASH, um, um, Gunsmoke, we have that, we represent that station as well. Strong 35 plus, 50 plus adults, so please keep that in mind. Um, right now, I am talking to chamber members at the engaged level, for, so a, 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 you know, like a stronger uh, level. We um, get a $600, they get a $600 um, added value um, segment, okay? With the segments, we can offer that to everyone. You don't have to be at the engaged level, but with the segment, kind of to complement what Stephanie said, is we can create it's it's roughly a three to five minute video we can talk about your um, your company specific we can talk about what you're trying to do your tagline how you're trying to reach you know a specific audience we can do that in three to five minutes um you um you can come to our station we can do a zoom 
and we can also um, then you can promote it on your website. So it's a really great opportunity to kind of get in the door. And then if you want to take it to the next level, we can create um, commercials for you guys. And I brought brought some packages to kind of show you how you could do that if that's something that you'd be interested in. And again, we are the most affordable in the market. But I really appreciate this um, opportunity to kind of get in front of you. And we really want to kind of just tell you, you know, some opportunity, you know, things about um, marketing and how what you guys can do post pandemic. So thank you. If you have questions, we brought cards. This is obvious our, our contact information, <laughs> us, us staging forward. And, and I just please keep us in mind for anything. And we appreciate your time and coming out and seeing us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So should we open up for any questions? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for sure. OK, um, so how do you, um, you can see the Zoom, right? Questions? Uh, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, actually, I'm actually looking that. Hang on. All right, so yeah, are there any questions on anything we discussed or just anything in general? <laughs> there you go. Now anything you can see the questions, too. OK, thank you. Anybody at home have any questions they would like to share? Please feel free to unmute at this point. And, uh, Ask you, any this slide, this slide be available? Yeah, we'll make them available. So the packages that uh, she's providing as far as like any sort of, you know, commercials or anything like that, would those those flyers be available digitally as well? We will yeah. we'll send these to you right after so you can send them out. Absolutely. Thank you oh. so much. <laughs> I can talk to you. <laughs> yes, we will send those out. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Anything else? I know everybody has busy days to get to. Anything else? Okay. Feel free to reach out to us. Uh, ask Gallo at AZTV. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you so much.